0: ladies and gentlemen welcome to the shipwreck show my name is shipwreck and i'll be your hostess with the mostest and we're still banned on youtube piece of shit (laughs) damn it sonia ah We'll be back on YouTube next week. So for today, we're on Rumble and we're on Twitch only. So hello to everybody on the Rumble. It's good to see you there. I see people chatting in the chat stream on Rumble. So some folks got figure it figured out. I think you have to verify your email address in order to chat in the chat stream on Rumble. So Blondie, welcome to live And Laurie, 1770Q. Megan and Sonia and Alex, King of Purple Princess. Everybody out on Twitch, uh, C Bandit Christian, welcome to the live Purple Princess and James Dean. You guys, welcome to the live. Very happy Tuesday. To all of you, today's the nooner. I wasn't going to do it. I popped Sonia last night. What up, Fire Talk Radio? I popped Sonia last night, so I don't think I'm going to do the nooner. I'm going to wait until we're back on YouTube. And she's like, "Okay, dokie, and she sends me a little heart because she just kind of rolls with whatever, and then I'm sitting in a bed, and I'm like, I see that Sam Bankman fried got arrested, right, in the Bahamas. He's been extradited back to the States. And then I see this, all this crap from Yoel Roth, who's this, uh, used to be the head of the Department of Trust and Safety, that was Twitter, and all of this awful, terrible shit that he was tweeting from back in 2012. He's all like kids and porn. And I'm all like, my God, my guy, like, are you tone deaf? Hello from Pennsylvania, Blondie. Hello, it's good to see you. Welcome to the live. Hello from the great state of Iowa. It's raining and cold. We're supposed to get some snow. It's going to be fine. Hopefully, we have a white winner this year, maybe, or white Christmas. We'll see. We'll see. Be you fit. Hello. But he's tweeting all this horrible stuff. Um, he had some secret Twitter account, and that's going to kind of be what we're going to go through today. I'm going to talk about the Twitter Files Series 4, which just came out, and then last night was a Twitter, fi- Twitter Files Series 5. So basically, if you're new to all of this, one, go follow us on Twitter, at Shipwreck Show. I love your faces. Thank you. Two... Elon Musk bought Twitter. Then in the sake of transparency, the name of transparency decided he was just going to like put it all out there. He's like, you know what? These emails look kind of sus. I'm just going to put it out there. Let the people decide. And, and then the Twitter files thing started. It started with the Hunter Biden laptop. And so we got to know the ins and outs of why. Hello, hello. We got to know the ins and outs of why the Hunter Biden laptop was censored, who censored it and when. And then how quickly it was done before the election. The next one came. Uh, it talked about the shadow banning of conservatives for years and years. Twitter and Twitter executives, including the JJ or whatever her name is, came out and boldly stated with a full chest that they were not shadow banning conservatives. And even though most of the conservatives could come back and prove that they were, they were stating that they were not, that that wasn't what they did. Yeah. Turns out, yes, they were. Um, they had the email chains to prove it. And then these last two really talked about when Donald Trump was removed off Twitter. So I'm going to go through the first couple of those tweets until we get to the point of Yoel Roth. And then I'm going to really dive into Yoel Roth and some of the child exploitation stuff that had been going on on Twitter. And the reason I'm going to do that versus not going necessarily through the whole Trump thing is because we all kind of knew. I mean, Sonia, I mean, we knew Sonia sent me a screenshot last night about her response when she was still asleep and Pizzagate. Somebody had messaged her on Facebook. They were like, have you heard? She's like, yeah, they all got arrested. And I heard it's just bunk. Look, cute little Sonia. You're so cute. It's not bunk, Sonia. It's real. I, can I say that? I'm on Rumble and Twitch. I think I can say that. We'll see what happens. So I'm not going to go through too much of the Trump stuff because we kind of already know. It just talks about who actually did it, shows you the emails and stuff. It proves what we already all knew, which is kind of the mentality of where we all are right now. When a lot of this stuff comes up and we talk about election fraud, a lot of people are like, why don't you talk about election? Because I know I just, there's no point in me talking about it. There's really nothing I can do about it. And, and they are fighting in Arizona still. I don't know if you guys saw that. I just shared it in a telegram. I think Uh, they are going to have an emergency meeting in Arizona with Katie Hobbs and that other, uh, I can't think of her name, the other one. And they're going to have an emergency like hearing. They're going to do it today. There's the Supreme Court. They're going to talk about it. Um, So that's not that's not it's over, but it's not dead in the water. But I mean, we all kind of know. And so to me, for me, the hot buttons with this kind of Carrie Lake, thank you. The hot buttons with this kind of stuff. I let other people handle election. I'd really rather talk about the exposure of some of these people on these social media apps, especially specifically now on Twitter, because Twitter's putting it all out there. I can only imagine this runs across the board through all the social media apps from your Facebooks to Instagram. Instagram's terrible. Fucking Instagram is terrible. I I don't know, like, you're gonna take my shit down and put me on a 90-day restriction, but you're gonna leave up Titty McTwatty face while she advertises her OnlyFans page. I mean, she talks about sleeping with her stepbrother. Fine, but leave me alone. Let me talk about my my money laundering conspiracy theory with my friends. Damn. But they don't. They took it down. because it's true. It's fine. But that's why. I think I feel like a lot of this stuff is is more important. Maybe not so much more important. To me, it's more important, obviously, the base of my foundation, even though it's not consistent content. But the base of my foundation is the exploitation of children and the... um, uh, just all, all the, ch- the child trafficking stuff that has been coming up as this other stuff has been coming up. It's very interesting. Yeah. twatty McTwatty face, write that down. I'll wait. Give, I'll give you a minute. I want to take a second before we start too. if you are on Twitch or on rumble, if you could go and hit the like button, whatever that looks like on whatever app you're on, I would appreciate it. Uh, from 109876-54321. you twatty McTwatty face, your only fans page to yourself gross. Okay, hey y'all, Angie Barnes, welcome to live. Let me share it. Here we go. So like I said, we're going to start off with Twitter Files Series 4. And this kicked off again basically explaining what happened with the removal of Donald J Trump from the app of Twitter, which if you remember was a pretty big damn deal. He was a sitting president. Um and that's just I mean, it's a big deal. You don't just remove the sitting president, but they did. And everybody's like, well, he was inciting violence. Obviously, Elon Musk had reinstated him a few weeks back, and you could go back to his Twitter files and his tweets, and he never once did he incite any kind of violence at all. And so the whole thing was bunk, and then they just kind of explained it. And so this was put out by independent journalist Michael Schellenberger, and it starts off with, number one, Twitter files, part number four, the removal of Donald J. Trump, January 7th. As the pressure builds, Twitter executives start building the case for a permanent ban. He goes on to state, they create justifications to ban Trump. They seek in change of policy for Trump alone, distinct from the other political leaders. And they express zero concern for the free speech or democracy implications of the ban. Oh my gosh. Hold on for me one second. He goes on to state, part two, I got to line my notes up here. Part two is where at Barry West, who was the one that put out Twitter files series three shows how senior Twitter executives created secret blacklists due to deamplified disfavored Twitter users, i.e. conservatives, not just specific tweets. Um, he goes on to stay in part three where Matt Tibby documents show how senior Twitter executives censored tweets by Trump in the run-up to the November 2020 election while regularly engaging with representatives of U S government law enforcement agencies. Yeah. Um, in his next tweet, hold on for me one second. He continues on stating that for years, Twitter has resisted the calls to ban Trump. Blocking world leader from Twitter, it wrote in 2018, would hide important information and hamper necessary discussion around their words and actions. But after the events of January 6th, the internal and external pressure on Twitter CEO at Jack or Jack Dorsey uh, started to grow. First former lady Michelle Obama, a tech journalist, Kara Wisher, and Scott Saka and many others publicly call on Twitter to permanently ban Trump. And on this screen, you can see this is the tweets and the screen grabs that they've gotten along with a lot of the articles that were written at the time. Now, Jack Dorsey, who was the former CEO of Twitter, was on vacation during this time, but phoned into meetings, but also delegated much of the handling of the situation to his senior executives, Twitter's global head of trust and safety, J or Vajaja, Sonia, Sonia, am I saying that wrong? Sonia, can you sign language it to me? Okay. That lady. And (laughs) and I lost my place. And Vijay, And then Yo-Yo, or um, this guy right here. Then this is who we're going to kind of talk about. And they were the heads of legal policy and trust. As context is important to understand that Twitter staff and senior executives were overwhelmingly progressive no shit in 2018 2020 and 2022 96 98 and 99% of twitter staffs political donations went to democrats not that that necessarily matters i think so much i mean it matters obviously it matters but it I don't know. I mean, that's their employees. It didn't matter then. I remember when this article came out and everybody was like, Oh my God, they're all, but it didn't really matter then because it was like they can donate to who they want. That's not the CEO of the company. But as all of the Twitter files have come out, it has turned out that the Twitter employees, mainly these two folks right here were actually running the show. So they were behind the banning of Donald Trump. They were behind the censoring of your accounts. They were behind the shadow banning and all of the other things that were happening. Now, it's important to note, before I go any further, that with all the fallout with the Trump stuff that had happened, it caused, a mass, it caused a mass amount of people to start investigating Twitter's head of trust and safety, which strayed primarily on Twitter, as most news outlets wouldn't cover it. If you go on to kind of try and look for Joel Roth anywhere, it's pretty hard to find anything but substacks. So for a few examples... <clears throat> Yoel Roth, the former head of Twitter's trust, this is a mouthful, Twitter's trust and safety in regards to children, the very people he was to be keeping safe on the platform. And he started making, he had like this secret Twitter account, he put it. And on this secret Twitter account, he would send all of these horrible, terrible tweets. I mean, talking about porn, talking about Children and porn, comparing children noises to porn noises. He talked about all of this stuff. And again, none of this came out really necessarily during the exposure of what Twitter was doing to Donald Trump. This came out after the fact. People started digging up his old tweets and piecing together that he was a giant piece of shit. Not only that, let me pull this back up. There's more. The now... Yol also wrote his dissertation for his PhD, stating that minors could have access or should have access to hookup apps like Grinder. And after he became a very public figure on Twitter thanks to the Twitter's fires, f- Twitter files, UPenn was forced to take it down because obviously, what the fuck? Let me put this back up here, and you guys can see it for yourselves. So. Elon Musk tweets out, looks like the Yol is arguing in favor of children being able to access adult internet services in his PhD thesis. The PhD thesis and all theses are available on any of the college websites that you go to. You should be able to go and look them up and they've got them listed. They, the university, Penn University took theirs down after this. So this exploded. They took it down and they don't want any of the backlash, obviously. And that was it. Not only did that all happen, but then poor Yol here was forced to flee from his home. And that is on the next page. So last night, it was reported that Yol received so much backlash that he was reportedly forced to flee his home in the wake of threats spurred by. Twitter files and increased criticism for Elon Musk. It's also too important to know that before all of this came out, Elon Musk had actually tweeted his support for YOL before YOL left the company, saying that he was a great and stand up guy. Then all of this came out, and Elon's like, oh, you know what? Maybe not. Ramped up attacks on Twitter against former company executives are reportedly beginning to have real world consequences. Yoel Roth, Twitter's former head of safety and trust, has been forced to flee his home due to intensifying threats of violence, according to a report from CNN, which cites a person familiar with the matter. Roth has been subject to a flurry of attacks for decisions he was involved in making at Twitter following the release of the Twitter files, which showed internal company communications, including deliberations about whether or not this, whether or not to suspend then president Donald Trump from Twitter in 2021. The company ultimately decided to suspend Trump, though Musk has reinstated his account since taking over Twitter. The attacks against Roth from Musk turned into more personal stuff over the weekend, embracing a technique often known and used by the QAnon conspiracy movement. (sighs) Okay. Musk basically baselessly implied more than one tweet that Roth had a permissive view of pedophilia, according to the Washington Post. Musk wasn't the only one that said, hey, he's got kind of a pervasive view of pedophilia, according to his post hijacks mom. It is astounding to me that anytime something like this comes up, anytime we put these tweets out and we're like, hey, like just short of these people coming out and tweeting, hey, look at me, I'm a pedophile, okay? All of a sudden, it's a, it's a QAnon conspiracy. That's It's always what they go back to. It's like the QAnon conspiracy theory is a default anytime you call somebody out for the exploitation of children. Yoel Rolfe's job was to protect children on this app. That was his job. His job was to protect people. His job was to protect, to take down these porn accounts, to take down these child trafficking accounts. Did not do his job. Neither did Leslie Podesta. And we're going to go over that in a minute. She also resigned. But he didn't do his job. And it's not some QAnon conspiracy theory for the love of God. You cannot, every report of child trafficking, you cannot come out and just say, well, that's QAnon conspiracy theory. It's not political and it's, it's not a conspiracy theory. That is exactly it. It's not political. This happened. He tweeted all of these terrible things. I can read some off to you. Do I have them? I think I do. Do I have them? No, I don't. That's okay. I mean, some terrible, horrible, you know what? I, yeah, I do have them. So a couple of things that he tweeted out was, I enjoy having the kinds of meetings where Googling gay bareback porn is considered academic work. That was tweeted out on September 24th in 2012. He tweeted it. We're not making it up. We're not blowing it up. We're not making it some kind of QAnon conspiracy theory. The head of the Department of Trust and Safety that is supposed to protect people and children on Twitter's app tweeted out that he wanted to Google gay bareback porn during one of his work meetings. In another tweet, he shouts out, he says, Twitter will live to porn another day is a thing I just yelled loudly at work. And that was December 1st in 2015. It's not some kind of conspiracy theory. Um, my question is why would they even make him? why would they even make them hire him for the job that thesis? Because I am willing, you know what? we're gonna wrap up with this. I'm not going to touch on this just yet. I'm gonna wrap up with this and kind of a conclusion with this comment. So more to come at the end. I'll pry and bruise through the rest of this quickly. And one of his other tweets was doing research on Craigslist sex discussion boards, begs the question main browser or porn browser. And there was, like, 30 of them. There was 30 different tweets from this guy talking about all kinds of his fetishes with porn. And I mean, bet. Okay, great. I I got nothing against you. Okay, I don't care. I do your porn thing. But it's gross and stop stop putting it out on Twitter. Like you're supposed to be this person who's protecting people from that kind of stuff and you're just tweeting about it. I mean, it was I don't know, the whole thing is very disgusting. Um, Another one that he had tweeted out, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers, along with an article that that tackles the debate as to whether or not an 18 year old student can have sex with their 35 year old teacher as a senior in high school on school grounds. That whole thing was just messed up, too. I mean, there's obviously the abuse of power. There's emotional um, immaturity. I mean, why is that? Why is that conversation even being had? Because they're trying to normalize it. It's gross. He's gross. Um, And then the last one that he tweeted is, it's not so much the accusations of child abuse that'll do me in. It's that sites god-awful Microsoft Publisher 97 layout. And that's what he's talking about. That was in 2010. And that he was talking about his thesis. He, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Elon Musk then tweeted out uh, about his thesis and apparently was attacking him even though he, this is really all he said, it looks like Yola's is arguing in favor of children being able to access the adult internet service in his, in his PhD thesis. It's interesting how people would jump so quickly saying, well, they're attacking, he's not attacking him, he's just stating what he did. And another example of this is Elon Musk then tweeted out last mm-hmm. night, a white rabbit. So the white rabbit emoji. And immediately the, the, the extreme, I don't know, liberals, they went nuts. They were like, look, he is trying to, what did she say? He is trying to incite violence with q and baseless QAnon conspiracy theories this one lady tweeted and the tweet took off and it's like he he posted a white rabbit emoji and you immediately just make up all kinds of new conspiracy theories about it the thought process around these people is mind-boggling to me um and he was forced to flee his home so he did leave he left his house it's too bad i guess i don't know not really um let me scroll down here. Did I finish this? I did. So, and he has yet to return according to a lot of reports. So more to come on that. Y'all just stay away from social media. Nobody likes you anymore. You've been outed. It's terrible. But about the same time that Yol Roth, y'all, why do these people have such weird names? Y'all Roth had stepped down. So did another head of Twitter's trust and safety team, Leslie Podesta. Now, initially, it was reported that she was the niece of John Podesta, but she put out a tweet on December 10th, claiming it not to be the truth. The rumor had started because somebody had posted their picture back in 2000, I want to say an 11 of themselves with John Podesta. And she had commented at the bottom, oh, look, it's my uncle. And she states that it was just a joke. Uh, but apparently people ran with it and they said she kind of looks like him. Maybe a little, maybe not. I don't know. She, But people ran with it, and she had also stepped down. Regardless of the last name, she was still apparently also pretty terrible at her job, which was to protect the innocent on Twitter as the platform had ample problems with child exploitation. One of those problems being that Twitter had it has currently has a lawsuit against them stemming back from 2021 twitter had refused to remove child porn because it didn't violate policies according to the lawsuit twitter refused to take down a widely shared pornographic images and videos of a teenage sex trafficking victim because an investigation didn't find violation of the company's policies in a scathing lawsuit the scathing lawsuit alleges The federal suit filed Wednesday by the victim, and this would have been Wednesday back in 2021, so January 23rd. The federal suit filed Wednesday by the victim and his mother on the Northern District of California alleges Twitter made money off the clips, which showed a 13-year-old engaged in sex acts and and were a form of child, child sexual abuse material or child porn, the suit stated. The teen, who now is 17 and lives in Florida, is identified only as John Doe and was between the ages of 13 and 14 years old when sex traffickers posing as 16-year-old female classmates started chatting with him on Snapchat. Doe and the traffickers allegedly exchanged nude photos before the conversation turned to blackmail. If the teen didn't share more sexually graphic photos and videos, the explicit material he had already sent would be shared with his parents, his coach, his pastor, and others. Doe, acting under duress, initially complied and sent videos of himself performing sex acts and was also told to include another child in his videos, which he did. Eventually, Doe blocked the traffickers and they stopped harassing him. But at some point in 2019, the videos surfaced on Twitter under two accounts that were known to share stories sexual child sexual abuse material. A support agent followed up and asked for a copy of Joe's ID or of Doe's ID so that they could prove it was him that was making the complaint to take it down. And after the teen had complied, there was no response for a week around the same time. Doe's mother filed two complaints to Twitter reporting the same material. And for a week, she also received no response. I got to catch my breath here. Just one second. While Doe's parents contacted the school and made police reports, He then filed a complaint with Twitter saying there were two tweets depicting child pornography of himself and they needed to be removed because they were illegal and harmful and were in violation of the site's policies. And he also included screenshots of the policies in his complaint. Finally, on January 28th, Twitter eventually replied to Doe and said that they would not be taking down the material, which had already racked up over 167,000 views and 2,223 retweets. They responded with, thanks for reaching out. We reviewed the content and did not find that it was in violation of our policies. So no action will be taken at this time. Two days later, Doe's mom was connected with an agent from the Department of Homeland Security through a mutual contact and had successfully had the videos removed on January 30th. Only after this takedown demand from the federal agent did Twitter suspend the user's accounts that were distributing the CSAM and reported the CSAM to the National Center on Missing and Exploited Children. They go on to quote, this is directly in contrast to what their automated reply message and user agreement states that they will do to protect the children. The disturbing lawsuit goes on to allege that Twitter knowingly hosts creeps who use the platform and exchange child porn material and profit from it by including ads to interspeed between tweets, advertising or requesting of the material. That's a mouthful. So, and that's just one case. I'm sure that there's more. I know that there's more accounts. We talked to 2A Patriot Mama and a couple other people that are firmly, uh, they're on Twitter specifically for that reason, to hunt down these accounts and have them taken down. And they had fought for years to have these accounts taken down and nothing would happen and nothing would happen. Then all of a sudden Elon Musk buys it. And I want to, there was a report that talked about like 77,000 of these accounts had been taken down within the first month of Elon Musk running the company after he had pretty much fired the entirety of the, of the staff. Are we going on in the comments? This is so, yeah, it is disgusting. And it's, It's kind of the meat and potatoes of it all. Yes, it sucks to be shadow banned. Yes, it sucks that you can't get information out there. Yes, it's you know, and to be banned without any kind of uh, merit, right? And we know this. We've been banned a lot off TikTok, off of Facebook, off of Instagram. It sucks. But the meat and potatoes is that you're going to ban us and you're going to do that. But you are leaving this stuff up and it's so glaring and it's such a huge red flag that they are literally allowing this stuff to be done on their social media platforms because they are financially, they are financing off it. They are financially gaining from it. Um, go on to the next one here. Now the resignations, hold on one second. The resignations of the Twitter uh, employees, the ones that resigned, did not have anything, didn't have anything to do directly with Twitter files for drop as that mainly focused on the censoring of a political figure during election season who was behind it. But I felt like it brought to light a much more emergent problem, and that is the exploitation of children on social media. Maybe that was the intention of all of this. Elon fanned the flames of it with various tweets such as this one to at Jack. I can only imagine as this continues that there will be more and more things exactly like this exposed as a secondary to the initial exposure that was happening. And this kind of goes back to the comment that we just had before. So we talked about, I wonder how many more people were doing it. I wonder how many more, um, um, social media apps are, have this same problem and I'm willing to bet all of them do. And I think as we continue on with this and as more of the Twitter files, the next Twitter files, we're going to go through that next, I think is that next on my slide? It is. Yeah. We're going to go through the next set of Twitter files that is scheduled to come out hopefully pretty soon, but you're going to see more of it. You're because it's not the direct exposing of what's going on. So it wasn't, It wasn't as a direct result that we got to know Yoel Roth and and how he seems to be a big old pedo sympathizer at the least. Um, It was a bunch of people starting to look into these people who didn't. Yoel Roth had 26,000 followers on Twitter when this was initially brought to light. He's up to over like 246 now, and they're all people going hot on his ass. Um, This either shows Jack was okay with it or they never told him anything and had a coup with him on Twitter. I think Jack... Was you know how we talk about how President Biden is not really the president? Yeah, you know we talk about that. Sanya, Sanya's none. How he's kind of like the face. Yeah, Sanya. Yeah, she's doing like the puppet. He's kind of the like Jack, Zach or Zach. Jack went on a lot of vacations. Jack had to testify before Congress and did it via like um, Zoom while he was on vacation. I think Jack was just the face of this. I think there these people these people we're talking about today had a lot more to do with what was going on than Jack. And I do believe him when he said that that he didn't know specifically when it came to a lot of the the banning and the the shadow banning he didn't know because it wasn't passed by him until they were balls deep into it. But as far as the the child exploitation stuff he is stating that it's false. He is saying that they were doing things about it right here. So it's a crime that they refuse to take action on child exploitation for years. And this came out right when the yole World stuff started to come out. Um, and Jack had replied to him that this is false. And Elon then said, no, it's not. When Ella Irwin, who now runs Trust and Safety, joined Twitter earlier this year, almost no one was working on child safety. She had raised this with Ned and Prague, who were the prior um, CEOs of Twitter and and. Their heads of department, but they rejected her staffing request. And he, as soon as he came in, made it a top priority. So I don't know if he was okay with it, um, or if he just couldn't do it. I don't think Jack had a lot of power. I think you're looking at like Twitter's version of Joe Biden. I think he was just the face, and I think he was going to be kind of the fallout guy. And that was kind of it. If nobody comes, um, Purple Princess says, Well, the higher you are, the less you are involved. That's and I think that's kind of it, maybe, but I really do think he was a fallout guy for most of this. I think initially maybe he was yay Twitter, but then as it got bigger and as the swamp got involved and it got more political, I think he just, um, I think he just got pushed out. I watched a video changing of the wreath and other soldiers had the tags. Yeah, we've been down that rabbit hole. We watched the whole inauguration of Joe Biden. And then had to like look up some of the stuff that's supposed to be there and that wasn't. And the fact that it started early when it was supposed to start exactly. I mean, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of weirdness to that kind of stuff that we're not going to get into today. But there's, I think when it comes to AdJack, I think that's kind of the biggest thing. But I want to go on we're going to move on to the next Twitter file. So the next Twitter files that are scheduled to be dropped (laughs) are going to be on Dr. Fauci and the COVID stuff, the ouchies, right? Just today, they he had brought back Dr. Robert Malone and the other scientists that were both um, famously banned off Twitter for their views on the uh, vaccine that happened just today. So they are back on Twitter. And as they are going to go through with the Twitter files, Fauci's next and he's going to come in hot and heavy. He's been teasing people with it for about a week. So Aaron Murray, Aaron Murray tweets out, when will we get the Twitter files on COVID? The information on the suspension of many doctors and scientists who was involved, the suppression of what turned out to be actual factual information. Then Elon Musk replied, Oh, it's coming big time. Things are going to get spicy. He then tweeted out later that night that my pronouns are prosecute Fauci and truth resonates. And then as long as tweeting out this meme, I hate Dr. Fauci. Oh, that's for next time. That is going to be coming up pretty soon. And as it does come out, or as it starts to come to light, that's going to be one of my favorite things, the mask stuff. Stupid Fauci's still around. Um, if you forgot who Dr. Fauci is, you're new here. Most of you shouldn't be new here. I got a video for you. How am I play this video for you? Here you go. In five, four, three, two, one.
1: People should not be walking around with masks. Let me just state Dr. for the Fauci. record that masks are not theater. Wearing a mask might make people feel... A little bit better and masks it, are protective and we. but it's not providing the perfect protection that people think that it is there has n- not been any indication that putting a mask on and wearing a mask for a considerable period of time has any deleterious effects there are unintended consequences people keep fiddling with the mask and they keep touching their face and can you get some schmutz sort of uh, staying uh, inside uh, there of course and- you do not need to wear a mask indoors if in fact you've been vaccinated, good that you're vaccinated, but in a situation where you have people indoors, particularly crowded, you should wear a mask. So even if you are vaccinated, you should wear a mask. If in fact you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, you are protected and you do not need to wear a mask outdoors or indoors. When the children go out into the community, you want them to continue to wear masks. You know, if you look at at, at children outside, particularly when they're with the family, uh, walking down the street, playing a game or what have you, don't have to wear a mask. The 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 pediatric, the Academy of Pediatric actually makes that recommendation that children should be wearing masks uh, from two years old onward. And you're asking now if your child is a member of your household, can you walk outdoors with your child without a mask? According to that chart, the answer is yes.
0: But the child can't not to beat it, beat it to death.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. Because
0: now okay. the CDC says, I mean, I think I've got this right. One mask is better than zero masks. Two masks is better than one mask. But you don't have to have double masks. Is, is right. that right? I mean, <laughs> you know,
1: it became clear that cloth coverings that you didn't have to buy in a store that you could make yourself were adequate. And then you wanted to fit better. So one of the ways you could do it if you would like to is put a cloth mask over, which actually here. And here, and here, where you could get leakage in is much better contained.
0: Are you a double masker, Dr. Fauci? Look like you are. (laughs) What an asshole! (laughs) I hate that guy. I read that the whole thing on the Beagles, where he was running experiments on Beagles. I'm a dog lover. Where he's running experiments on Beagles, and he was letting sandflies eat them alive and slit their throats so you wouldn't have to hear them cry. Get the fuck out of here. I hope that guy, like... And we're going to wrap up with that. I'm not even going to say, I'm going to wrap up with that too. But I, I, I can't with Dr. Fauci. And I couldn't, I couldn't the whole time. I remember when the baseball thing came out where he was like on this press conference, he's like, everybody needs to wear a mask indoors and out. And then the next day they have him sitting up in the bleachers with his mask down around his nose. And I called him out for it. And we're all like, we're on TikTok then. That's primarily where we were. And they were like, no, do take your video down. No, you're medical. Get the fuck out of here. Everyone is making, uh, so Kirsten says everybody kept making excuses like he was trying to make sure people weren't horning masks and making sure, yeah, you know what, you want to try to explain this away, I I can't, With Dr. Fauci, and of course it's Christmas time, and he came out of his little hiding hole yesterday, and he had something to say yesterday too, because it's Christmas time, and here we go.
1: Here we are, going into the third year of it, and we are still mm-hmm. in the middle of a pandemic with the numbers that you just showed
0: I can't, I can't. No, we're not. Look, we're not. Okay. I don't know how much I can say here, but I, I read a tweet according to somebody that she was a doctor and she, if initially she was all like go jabs and then she started to really look into it. And then she's like, you know what? It was an overblown cold. And I honestly kind of, they just came up with a new name for the seasonal flu and then it became a pandemic. And that was the end of it. it's. It, <laughs> Get a jab. Don't get a jab. I don't care. But don't force it on other people. That's where I'm going to leave that with. Lori, thank you so much for the super sticker on Rumble. I love your face. Thank you so much. What else do I have to go over? I have one more thing to go over. This guy and this guy. So I got two more things to go over. This guy and this guy. Look at that. The luggage thief and the money thief. That's who that guy is. Sam Bankman Freud and the luggage thief. So the last thing that I want to cover today is the firing of luggage thief, Sam Britton, who is this guy, gal, person, uh, and the official arrest of of, uh, Sam Bankman Fred. Now, it was initially when Sam, when the whole FTX thing broke down, there was a lot of reports that he had been arrested in the Bahamas. He had not been arrested. He had been detained, but then they'd actually let him go. But he has officially been arrested, according to documents dug up from various news sources. So. Well, let's talk about this one first. A top nuclear waste official was fired by the Department of Energy after the Biden administration came under fire following allegations of a string of luggage thefts. He, she was stealing people's luggage from airports. Sam Brinton who identifies as non-binary and served as a Deputy Assistant Secretary of the Department of Energy's Office of Spent Fuel and Waste Disposition, was charged with two separate incidences of stealing suitcases from a U.S. airport. A Department of Energy spokesperson said Sam Brinton is no longer a DOE employee. By law, the Department of Energy cannot comment any further on the personal matters. It is reported that he stole not one, but Two! Two! people's sets of luggages at two different times with one containing $1,700 worth of jewelry. You piece of shit. Who does that? Why would anybody do that, Sonia? Why would you steal? Like your dome is, that's what I'm saying. Look at that. Look at that chrome dome. Why would you steal somebody's luggage? That's just dumb. There's cameras everywhere. Like I'm not going to sit out here and pretend to be some kind of like Great thief or anything, but I'm not dumb enough to steal shit from an airport. And then they watch your every move. They got facial recognition in them airports. Like they will fuck you up sideways. You look at them cross-eyed. They'll come out. This one time, I accidentally went around the security at this podunk airport in the middle of nowhere, Alabama. Like there was no line, there was nobody there. So I just went. I went through the thing, walked through the thing, and I was. And man, this dude come running up to me like I was dealing heroin or something. Made me strip down, take off my shoes. They ain't dumb enough steel, but what are you doing? But he's done. I don't know what he was doing before this. I don't even know who he was before this. I suppose he's going to go back to <clears throat> being a social justice warrior on Facebook. So good luck to him. Sorry it didn't work out. Um, and we can move on to Sam Bankman Freud, who stole people's money, not their luggage, but their money. So Sam Bankman Freud was also arrested yesterday in the Bahamas based on charges filed in the United States. The federal charges unsealed Tuesday morning include multiple accounts of wire fraud and conspiracy related to the collapse of his cryptocurrency exchange. Bankman frauds arrest followed a receipt of formal notification from the United States that it has filed criminal charges against SBF and is likely to request his extradition back to the United States. The Office of Attorney General of the Bahamas said said in a statement this morning, yesterday morning. Bankman Freud's arrest comes one day before he had expected to testify at a House hearing on crypto's exchange collapse. He had said last week that he'd be willing to testify before Congress, but warned that his comments would be limited and he won't be as helpful as he'd like to be. On Monday, just just a short time before his arrest, Bankman had said in a Twitter Spaces event that he would be calling into the hearing um instead of actually going in physically himself does anybody else find that really fucking odd do you know who's ahead who what's her name maxine waters maxine waters was the one that was supposed to head up this this congressional hearing when it came to sam and she was caught blowing him kisses last year two years ago she was like it's okay she's like blowing him the kisses and then she comes out and she's like we just want the truth we're gonna she's patting him on the get the flock out of here man this dude's so thousands and thousands of money, people, people's money, thousands and thousands of dollars from people while having these weird orgies out in the Bahamas, living in some kind of orgy hut. I don't know. Sonia was (laughs) orgies. It's gross, but he stole all their money. And then he's like, oh, sorry. And the media, the media slays me with this. So as soon as we figured out that he stole the money, and he was going bankrupt, we had figured out, and I don't, can I say, I should be able to say this here, we had figured out that he was also in bed with Zelensky out of Ukraine, and that the Democrats were sending all kinds of money to Ukraine, who was then putting it into this FTX fund as a war donations fund, and then turning around and donating that money back to the Democrats. So it's like this big circle of events, right? And I put it out on Instagram. And I was like, you got to tell people Instagram. And Instagram was like, fuck you, ship. We're going to restrict your account for 90 days. This is fake news. And they took it down. They didn't just put a little warning over it. They took it down. I was like, okay, so it's true. Thanks. Yeah. Call Nancy Pelosi. Where's she at? Does anybody know? She outside your house? She's probably outside mine. Crazy. Anyway. (laughs) he fucked with people's money and right before christmas like feel like october people are like i'm gonna get my kid a lot of stuff for christmas I'm like, no you're not because sam bigman freud's gonna take it but now he's in jail he doesn't have to testify before congress and for the first time maybe ever alexandria cortez ortez or whatever her name is and i agree on something she was disheartened that he was not going to be able to testify before the house but she hopes that that they can find the truth regardless. It is strange considering he's been in bed with a lot of these people. And now he doesn't have to testify because he's going to be in prison. I don't think, let me check the comments. Is anybody checking me on this? That's why I don't like doing that. I believe it's pronounced. Oh, so somebody's telling me how to pronounce the bet. Thank you. I'll, I'll get it right next time. It was one of the biggest scams. I don't think she can accept calls where she is. I don't, I, I don't think, I don't, I don't think he's going to, so he's not going to testify. He's going to sit in a jail cell, probably Jeffrey Epstein's jail cell. You'll probably read about this kid's death next week, along with the other. There was like, what, two or three other like crypto currency big deals uh, in the same area that had died shortly after the fallout of this had happened. Just but just kids just randomly died. One like fell off a boat. The other one like shot himself in the back of the head kind of shit. I don't remember. No, I don't remember what it was. Did he? Oh, would he hang himself? Sonny, you're so good with like the. The hand movements. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Nancy Pelosi Washington DC office number while they changed it to switchboard they should. so he's not going to be testifying but he is in jail. hopefully some accountability comes from this. I don't know um and that's what I'm gonna wrap on today I do have I do have something that I kind of do want to say that a lot of people are counting are calling for accountability I want accountability. like I want to see something done and I don't care you know who it is or how it's in a vouch I would love I would love that. Like, I don't want to see political theater of them yelling at each other on the Congress floor. Like, I want charges brought up. I don't, I mean, I want something. He ruined so many people's lives. I want something to happen. Unfortunately, it's probably not. Because what you're seeing is a lot of political theater. But here's what I can say. And this is just based on what I've seen specifically with Joel Roth and some other people, is that as soon as this information comes out, And as soon as all the truthers on Twitter or TikTok or wherever, wherever you guys are doing your content, as soon as you find it and you start putting it out and you start making it trend, it doesn't matter if they're held accountable or not. They will never be able to walk down the streets again. Like Ghislaine Maxwell, somebody's mentioned Epstein's black book. Ghislaine Maxwell, even if she were to get out of prison, she is not going to be able to go anywhere without being surrounded by security ever again. Anybody, all of them, any of them. They're not going to be able to do anything. They're not going to be able to walk down the street safely again. And although that's not the accountability that I think a lot of people want, to live in that constant state of anxiety, I promise you, will take its toll. And they will have to answer to God. And hopefully he has mercy on them because God knows what we the fuck won't. Um, and that's what I'm going to end on today. I-, I know everybody wants accountability, but you are making a difference. If you're making the content, you're sharing the content, you're talking to people about it. You're making a difference. You're, you're waking everybody up. You're, you're making it known. And sometimes that's all the accountability you're going to need. So somebody hold the pupils. All right, that's it. You guys, that's all I got for today. I didn't have much to fill the entire hour. Uh, but that's all I have for tonight. So tonight we are gonna We are, I can't talk tonight. We're going to be back here at 8 p.m. Such a standard time with Queen of the Flock. We're going to check in with her and see how she's doing. I know she has some stuff that she wants to talk about and go over. That's going to be at 8 o'clock tonight. So with that, you guys, I love your faces. Everybody on on, on um, Twitch and everybody here on the Rumble. For everybody on Rumble, thank you for coming to find me. I, I haven't used Rumble much up until this last little bit. Everybody, And if you're here from Twitter, I haven't used these apps much. Uh, but I'm going to start using them more consistently now, specifically since this is our fifth or something restriction from YouTube. So I suppose it's only going to be a matter of time, uh, before our YouTube eventually escorts us out of the building, but we're going to ride it till it dies. Uh, but thank you for coming to find us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for the support for just being here for the financial support for all of it. I love your faces. Sonia loves your faces. Much love from us. And we'll see you guys tonight. Bye.